Hi everyone, Tiffany here with a super quick note that this podcast was recorded as part of a previous bundle season. That means that the dates that you're about to hear for the bundle, well, they're no longer correct. If you're interested in seeing what the dates are for this year's sale, please visit thebellydancebundle.com. There you'll find all the up-to-date information on our upcoming bundle. While the dates may be wrong and the class mentioned here isn't available through us any longer, many of our guests still have their courses available for purchase individually, so please do feel free to click through to their offerings and take a look. You're going to want to check it out after hearing how brilliant they are. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. It's Yalla Rocks episode 5 and today we're talking about your dance goals. about what you want to focus on in your dance. Do you use the word should? I should work on my veil because everyone has to do a veil piece, right? I should practice more because people tell me it's good for me. I should learn that style of dance. I should, I should, I should. Well, today you're going to learn why you should stop doing that. Today's guest, Victoria Teal, has made it one of her goals to help you figure out yours. And she's got a whole course that she's putting into the 2019 belly dance bundle about it. But for today, we're talking about why goal setting is so important. Some of the roadblocks that we run into as dancers with traditional goal setting. And of course, some practical tips that you can take to your expectations of yourself as soon as you're done listening. If you find yourself interested, be sure to check out thebellydancebundle.com to learn more about this year's bundle. dancers welcome to yalla rocks the belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice i'm your host tiffany and joining us today for one of our belly dance bundle minis is a dancer who was a top six contestant on project belly dance she's a belly dance superstar and of course the creator of the teal fan method victoria teal victoria welcome i'm so excited to have you here how are you doing today hello i'm doing great that's awesome and you are currently in i am in greece about to teach uh, a week long here for the Sands of Time Belly Dance Retreat. That's awesome. Can you imagine a whole week with Victoria Teal, guys? That sounds amazing. Um, so today's topic revolves around setting dance goals. And, and that's one of the courses that Victoria is putting into our Belly Dance Bundle in 2019 this year. Um, and this is such an essential planning tool for our listeners' dance practices. Um, but before we kind of dive into that, Victoria, I was wondering, how did you get into dance in the first place? So um, it was kind of by accident, which is what I hear kind of happens a I lot. So <laughs> my, uh, my older sister saw her friend in a belly dance recital. Okay. And she was in college at the time, and I was in high school, and she, uh, she wanted to go to class, but she didn't want to go by herself. Mm. So I was just the tag along. And then after, I think I came racing home after the first class and was like, I love this. I love my teacher's hip scarf. I want a hip scarf. I want to do this, you know? And then it just kind of, the ball just rolled and rolled and rolled and it just kept going. And how old were you? I was 16. Yeah. 16. Okay. And does your sister still belly dance? No. <laughs> <laughs> does she take credit for you belly dancing? I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe. You'll have, to, you'll have to ask her the next time you talk to her. Yeah. yeah. 
um, so the ball just kept rolling, right? It's kind of turned into this thing. I think that happens to a lot of us as we just start dancing and then somehow we end up dancing in restaurants or at gigs or becoming a belly dance superstar. Like, yeah, know, it was, yeah, exactly. It was like, I did, I think my first solo pretty quick. And then I was like, okay, now I want to compete. Okay. Now I want to go to festivals. Okay. Now I want to do this. And it just, yeah, it just, that's how it happened. <laughs> so in, in all of that, when did you get clear on the fact that you needed a dance goal? Like, when did that kind of, like, start coming into your practice? Yeah, um, I think relatively early on. I mean, when I started, I was pretty young, and um, I just remember wanting to do a solo. And not at, I didn't have that at that time as, like, a goal. It was just more of, a, I guess, a desire, which I know can be a goal, but not as formal. Mm -hmm. um, and so... I, I think also I started with dance, I started being, I was very project oriented without realizing it of like, okay, I'm going to do a solo. And then the solo was over and okay, I'm going to do another solo or I have this uh, festival that's coming up that I want to go to and stuff. And so I think once I started taking this a little more like seriously as a potential career was definitely when I think the goal aspect came in, even though I was kind of subconsciously doing it earlier, if that makes sense. I think having worked with you so far on the bundle this year, I think it might just be part of your personality. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little uh, detail oriented. <laughs> it's awesome though. It's great. So do you, I'd love to hear it then, because you mentioned that before you had desires and they kind of turned into goals. What do you see as the defining difference? Between mm. you? Yeah, um, I think for me, I mean, it's, the goals are still desires and wants, but I think when I just go from thinking like, oh, this is something I want to do, or this would be nice one day to then the point of, okay, this is something I want to do. And I want to try to do it by this time and start to kind of lay out the details of it. Okay. So I think it's just kind of going into like more of a formality versus just like, oh yeah, this would be nice. And if it happens, it happens. Like if a solo happens, great. If it doesn't, okay. You know? like actively starting to chase that desire yeah. turns it into yeah. a goal a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little bit. I think, yeah, I think actively chasing it and then coming up with more of a, a plan, mm -hmm. I guess I would, I would say. All right. And so part of your contribution to the 2019 Belly Dance Bundle is this course that you have um, on your online studio about creating dance goals. So for everybody who's listening, uh, if you're far in the future, then the 2019 sale is over. But if you're here with us as we're going, um, it is October 16th to the 23rd of 2019 this year. And Victoria's course on setting dance goals is part of it. And what made you decide that this was something that you needed to create an online course about? Like what need were you seeing in the people that you were mentoring and teaching that really made you say like, this needs to be a thing? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, I think because I've been teaching one-on-one -on -one, uh, Skype lessons and kind of a, a mentorship program for uh, I think like nine years now at least. As I'm working with people more on a one-on-one -on -one basis, not necessarily like in a large group class or in a workshop where you may not see that person for another year again, I felt like it was a question I was, I, some people would come to me and say, okay, I want to work on this solo or I want to work on this or I want to get better at X, Y, and Z. But then after like maybe a month of coaching or after that, timeline had passed like that solo or competition had passed they all would sit with me afterwards and say okay you know I'm thinking I want to do these things but I'm not sure 
or I want to go here, but I don't know how, or, you know, like after they kind of got, I think, I think comfortable working with me, then it, there was always this discussion of like, okay, what's next. And people not, some people like they had ideas, but they wanted, you know, advice on how to do it. Or they would have like problems, their life would change or their schedule would change or, you know, something would happen to where they didn't know how to stick to practicing or stick to, you know, achieving this dance dream they had. Um, And so at that point, that kind of made me realize once I was having that conversation many, many, many times that maybe this is something that people need access to. I guess. Um, because for me, like, like you said, I'm a little detail oriented. So I always have like, you know, I always have a plan, like everything has, you know, details and this is how I lay it out. And of course I've had to over the years also like find the system that works for me, um, how I lay things out and how I do that. But then what I started to notice was regardless if it was dance or something else, I was always kind of laying this out. Like I know by now after doing it, you know, so many times, like this is how much time I would want for a solo or if I have this event coming up, I need to do this chunk, this chunk, this chunk, and spread it out, and da da da. But I noticed that other people didn't necessarily know how to do the details of it, like mm-hmm. how to lay it out. But also, they they weren't necessarily like defining their goal in a way that was like conducive to their growth. If that makes sense, they yes. they would just say like, you know, I should do this. That's a big like no no. I, ha- I hate it's, the word should. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You know, they feel like, oh, I should study this. And, and there's some of that. But if that's not working towards your end, like dance desire, you sh- there's no, you, no, why? Why are you wasting the limited time you have on this earth and brain and energy and money, you know, on something that you're only doing because you think you're obligated to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or they, they're, I know, I think we see a lot, at least I know in the States, a lot of like smart goals, you know, and they need to be defined, but yeah. it's, it doesn't always translate to dance. And so that's kind of where I was like, okay, let me, yeah, let me, I, I've, I've done this for myself a hundred times, you know, I do this, I help dancers do this. Why don't I formalize this? Um, and like in the in the course, I've created worksheets that, and it's a lecture style. So they go through me and I, and I show them like, examples or even things like I've done in the past that don't work or do work or other for other dancers. So it's kind of giving them advice outside of the worksheet as well to hopefully help them try it. And hopefully there's, even if it's like one thing that comes out of this planning system that helps them, that's still putting them in a step direction further than where they began. That's awesome. Because I think it's hard with dance, especially with a smart goal, right? Um, that was part of one of our downloadables last year was making goals a little bit more detailed, right? Breaking them down when you're going to do them. How are you going to measure your progress towards it? And I think, I almost think measuring in dance is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. It is. It and, really is. Um, and, and that's, that's even, I think something I'm talking about there too, is like, yeah, you need something that's detailed, but the measuring, like you, you have to think of something that's either measurable or not have it be measurable. Maybe it's an event. You know, yeah, like a deadline, or maybe a deadline. Yeah, more of a deadline. Deadlines work really well based on all the solos and projects and shows we have. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have lots of deadlines in this uh, world. Yes. Um, so, kind of adjusting things to that. The thing I love about deadlines in the dance world is that when you don't necessarily have the most consistent personal practice, but then there's a show coming up, suddenly you have a lot of personal practice. 
Yeah. <laughs> you find <laughs> all the time. <laughs> exactly. It's like once you're in that, yeah, once you're committed, you're committed. Can't escape. So if you guys check out the actual course page for this course, um, it has photos of some of the worksheets that Victoria has as part of the course and they look really awesome. Like I'm, I'm excited to dive into this when the bundle is live. Um, and it's got four sections. It's got define your goals, practices in reality, what to practice and stick to it. And you know what, Victoria, I think you hit the nail on the head with all of those because when I do surveys of the bundle audience, these are the things that I hear about all the time. Okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always figuring out what to practice, consistency, finding the time, finding that motivation. It's, it's very much, you know, making the plan and then reality doesn't match up with the plan. How do we, you know, make the two play nice? Mm -hmm, exactly. So I'm really excited for this to be part of the bundle because I think it's really going to help tie all of the things together and help people really utilize what's in the bundle in a way that really pushes them towards their specific dance goals, which is super cool. In your personal practice now, how are you utilizing goals? What are, what are like some of your goals right now? What are your, how do you set it all up so that you are working towards them? So right now, um, a lot of my goals are kind of tied around, I have, I have a lot of deadlines, you know, with events and solos and creating new content for those um, workshops and things like that. Um, so I have that, but I think I have some overarching because it can get like a little bit lost when you do it all the time. Um, or like your end goal, basically, and vision of what you, you want to be as a dancer. So um, I have you know, a couple visions, like for what I want to be as a teacher and as a dancer and um, as a person. <laughs> and as I have these new opportunities to do solo work and things like that, like, for example, um, one of my things as a dancer is that I, I want to be continually innovating as much as possible. And even it's just innovating for myself, you know, from mm -hmm. what I did in the past. So I want to always be kind of pushing myself generally to the next level. And then also pushing myself not to be limited by what I see and say, okay, now I'm going to do this because that's just not what I see directly as in like everyone else is doing this, but just like other, other things, other different uses, even I'll use the fan, for example, like I have a method and I have that, but every time I make a fan solo, I have to incorporate like a certain number of new movements that I haven't ever done before. See, that way and I was just about to ask you, cause that sounds like such a broad goal, like be innovative, be mm -hmm. different, but you just did it. You just said how you do that. You have to inc incorporate a certain number of new movements. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Or if it's something like the fan, I can kind of pick on more because I've had to do that a lot, but, um, you know, I'll change the the style of the, I have like three or four different styles of teal fans I use. And so like, okay, I gotta change that or I gotta change the music up or I gotta change. And, and it's always to something, and this is that thing that we we're talking about earlier. It's always to things that I want, that I think are cool, or I'm really excited about. It's never like, oh, well, I should do this because kind of music, because people like that, or I should do this because a while back I haven't done it. You know, mm -hmm. it's, this piece of music calls to me this idea with the fan even down to because i make a lot of the costuming and stuff and so it's like okay so i'll 
try to come up with something different, like play with textiles a little differently or stuff like that. Um, and then it's the same, like I've been getting more and more down these roads of like, I did some Halichi last year and some Tarab and I've had some Shabi this year and eventually Sayidi. And even with that, I work with um, my mentor is Fat and Salama. And so she's very Egyptian folklore. Awesome. And I work with her to kind of be like, hey, this is what I want. Is it okay? <laughs> like, is it not too far? off the realm but I'm trying to bring something a little bit fresh to it and something a little bit to the stage element of it but while still keeping you know as much cultural you know um voice as possible that's awesome like that that's like for me as a dancer that's one of my things and I have different visions as a teacher or you know um so anytime I'm working on these solo pieces that's kind of my overarching kind of goal with it it's like I'm always working towards being better than I was last time in my eyes at least trying to beat that <laughs> and mm -hmm. um, also trying to bring something new you know new to the the dance belly dance world and new to myself um and then there's also technique goals I have because that that can't happen when you're working from solo to solo to solo to solo or you know mm -hmm. you can get a little bit lost in technique and so there are some techniques that I just I've been trying for like five years <laughs> so <laughs> you know that I've been trying to like you know it's just something that's really a difficult move for me or my body or whatever it is and so I will um and this is something I kind of talk about in the course as well is that I will you, you have to kind of say like, okay, say I want to do this technique. You have to then like assign what to practice and when. So it's not mm -hmm. just like, okay, I'm going to practice on Tuesdays at this 5 p.m. for an hour. It's okay. Before that practice even comes close to you, you should know what you want to do during that practice. That's how you're going to yes. be like efficient with it and not overwhelmed and not fall off or whatever. So say it's a technique. Like I have a rule for myself, like with these techniques that I'm like, you just need to do it for at least five minutes, every practice. And yes. one day it will happen. <laughs> one day that technique will happen, even if it's as small as five minutes, because sometimes, you know, I have other choreos and things that need priority, but that helps kind of keep me on track of that uh technical if that makes sense i love hearing dancers that i respect uh say that they've been working on something for five years and they're still having a hard time like yes yeah <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> like everybody struggles it's <laughs> it's like you. it's refreshing though because it's like with social media and you know all we see is the finished product a lot of the time and so it seems so effortless it seems so easy but it's it's not you guys you work you work really hard at it and things are hard and you put together these goals and you make plans so that you can be that good and can do those kinds of things. And I think that that's, I love seeing behind that, you know, it's really mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Kind of behind the screen. <laughs> behind the screen. Um, cool. So what then out of all of this do you think would be your biggest piece of it, like applicable advice for people right now working on their dance practices on setting goals? For themselves can i do three mini things yeah, of course you can do whatever you want that's <laughs> like it's hard for me to choose one let's let's just start um, with breaking the rules let's go yeah yeah we'll just do that so the first and i we kept touching on this a little bit is that get the should out of your brain any dance desire you have you can attain you just need to um stick with it and have a plan i think and be motivated like motivated to do it so don't i, I like i said i have 
a lot of dancers come to me like, I sh feel like I should do this, you know, and that's not going to, if you're not sticking to your practice, one of them or your goals, one of the main things could be that you don't actually genuinely want to achieve that, which I know can sound harsh, but it's not meant to be harsh in any way. It's meant to say, okay, reevaluate and work towards a desire you have, you know, yes. deep within you. A lot of people think that when they, they hear that, like you don't actually want this, that it makes them a bad dancer or makes them lazy whatever. It doesn't make you any of those things. Admitting that you don't want whatever that goal was that you thought you should attain. It just makes you honest. Mm -hmm. Well, and people can't do everything. No. Like, and so they take it down into dance. Like, I mean, I'm sure there is somebody that can teach workshops, do student choreographies, gig, go to festivals, do all these things. But honestly, they're going to be spread too thin that they're not doing any one thing that amazing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so instead of trying to say yes to everything, you know, choose one thing that you really, really, really want and just start there, just start there. And then you can expand, you know? Um, so yeah, just really making sure like you have a genuine desire for whatever it is and you're going to be happier in the long run. You're, you're going to be so happy um, and motivated. The other thing is, uh, the second one is to be realistic with yourself about your time and energy. Um, and then I, I will say this in the course, you figure that out and then you take, you say you want to do four hours a week. I, that's excessive, you know, for some people, but like say you want to do four hours a week or something, start with three. So, so figure out what you think is realistic and then take one away, one mm -hmm. measure of something. Start there, do that consistently for a while and then add more. Um, you're going to feel like you need a lot of, I think in some places they call it like small wins. Yeah. Um, but you need a, a lot of like small successes and small successes feed motivation. So if you feel like you're always falling off the wagon, it could be that you're trying to do too much, which that was always my issue. So That's you know, my issue. just take one away from whatever you plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot of people, it's like plan it out. And then remember, or I'm like, no, delete one. <laughs> and then um, the last is, is we kind of talked about uh, also is that before you walk into that practice time, know what you are going to do. And honestly, I say like, try to lay like a month out at a time or like even general, like I'll do that when I'm working on solos, like I have this down to system where it's like, okay, I need to clean. Even if it's just like, I don't know what I'm going to clean, as far as like what the movements need fixing, but I'm going to clean the first minute on this practice and this practice. And then I'm going to clean minute two on this one, you know, mm -hmm. like I have some general something that I kind of map out, which I'll go through in the course, like all of this with, with uh, whoever's watching it and ways that you can do it. And whether it's on your phone or a planner or whatever, um, or the printout <laughs> uh, of that. And that way, you don't have kind of um, decision fatigue, which is a big thing, I think, in our world these mm -hmm. days. Um, and then you also, it's, it's just easier. Every time I go into a practice and I know, like, this is what I need to do, I always walk out um, getting a lot more done in a lot shorter amount of time. And so that then frees me up to either do more dancing or other things. And, and you work further towards your goal without exerting yourself to burnout. And I think it makes it so much easier even just practice if you know what you're going to do because if you mm -hmm. show up on the dance floor and you don't know what to do then you spend all your time trying to figure out what to do and then it feels overwhelming and then you're just like i'll just sort my music yeah you're in like <laughs> a negative space and so you you kind of people people go against resistance it's natural like human nature and so that's what that creates and also uh, i think that's why like uh classes 
do so well for students and they they and I have to say me <laughs> have a hard time transitioning from I'm in class and I'm being told now do this now do that like that decision is being made for you to then all of a sudden you have to make it for yourself and that's where I think some of the like uh, 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 yeah, I'm just going to sort my music now, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of have three small tidbits that if you're really struggling with this, think kind of hard about that and see maybe where you can adjust. Wonderful. Victoria. Well, this was awesome. This was great. I love chatting with you. Hopefully we'll have you back in the future for a longer, longer episode, not just a mini here. Um, but where can people find more of your work other than of course, in this year's belly dance bundle? Yeah. So, um, if they are interested in online courses or anything online, um, I have so much, they can go to studio.victoriateal.com. Um, and then that will also take them. You can always visit victoriateal.com and find even more information and stuff like that. And of course, uh, Facebook and Instagram is just Victoria Teal and Teal is two E's, not an A. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for making the time to chat today and we will see you in this year's belly dance bundle. I hope that you took a lot away from this conversation. So many of us set these goals for ourselves and then really beat ourselves up for not accomplishing them. But a lot of times it's actually not your effort. It's the goal itself that needs some tweaking. So remember that we're coming at all of this from a place of positivity, right? Perhaps your dance goals haven't been very helpful to you in the past and they've caused a lot more stress than happiness for you. So instead of beating yourself up about it, take a minute to think about what might have gone wrong. Did you need to get more specific? Did you need to plan your practices before you made it to the dance floor? Did you need to be more realistic about your time? Really take the things that Victoria has been saying in this episode and retroactively place them onto the goals that you've set for yourself in the past. And whatever it was, it's time to run an experiment and give it a tweak from that place of positivity, we can solve a lot of these issues. Because remember, you're just enough the way that you are. Improvement is just a bonus. If you'd like to hear more from Victoria or check out her online classes, you can head over to our show notes page at thebellydancebundle.com slash five. And that's our episode number. So you can always do that slash episode number on thebellydancebundle.com and you will get to the show notes from any episode. And remember, those are the numeric numbers. They're not spelled out. Thank you for listening to Yala Rocks. It's day three of our 21 Days of Belly Dance challenge over on Instagram, so make sure to head over there and check that out. And if you want a specific measurable goal, participating with us over there is an easy one to get started with. You can measure your progress from your video participation, and your practice is pre-planned for you all by our wonderful contributors. So make sure to head over to Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe with your favorite podcast app. We're on pretty much all of them, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, but if you don't see us somewhere that you want us to be, let us know and I will make it happen. Today's Instagram challenge from Victoria is all about increasing the smoothness of our transition and plays into the other course that she's putting into the Belly Dance Bundle this year because Victoria is being amazingly generous and giving us more than one class this year. So be sure to head over to Instagram later today and check that out. And if you're listening far in the future, head over to the show notes page. We are placing these challenges on the show notes page after the challenge is over. So you can do these no matter when you're listening to this podcast. 
You can find all the information regarding the 21 Days of Belly Dance by following the bundle on Instagram at the Belly Dance Bundle. And now it's time to head to the dance floor. 